Got a couple of announcements I want to make before we get going this morning. I want everyone to remember the seminar that I announced last week. I've got the information back on the bulletin board. I don't remember exact times. I think Friday night at 7. Saturday morning it starts and runs all day with a lunch provided and then Sunday morning uh, to deal with the end times. Um, looks like a good thing if you have time to get out to it. Anyway, you can look at it, the information back on the bulletin board. And then also... The Sunday that we have the picnic out of Joey and Heather's, uh, right after church, we're going to have a baptismal uh, for Aubrey, their daughter. Uh, she wanted to get baptized here a couple of years ago, and it didn't quite fit into the plans of everyone, but we're going to be doing it. So if there's anyone that wants to get baptized or needs a little bit of training on what baptism is and are interested, let us know. But we will be having a baptismal that Sunday, the 16th. I want to read a scripture this morning. Uh, I read it, I believe, last week in uh, Revelations 19, in verse 11. And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True. And I want you to notice this. And in, in, and in righteousness he doth judge and make war. In righteousness he does judge and make war. I think we've been making war in the wrong manner as Christians. Been a few weeks back, I shared with you about a message that I'd heard, and a fellow was talking about how that the enemy's desire is to get us to look at the this world situation as us against them. And the Lord began to speak to me. That's true. It's you against them. The only thing is, is the them that you're fighting is the wrong them. Our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of darkness in high places. We're battling the wrong people. You know, our salvation may be secure. You may think, well, I'm, I've got a clear ticket out of here. I'm not going to worry about anyone else. Wrong thought process. Noah, even while he was building the ark, was continuing to preach to people about what they needed to do, you know, that God was going to bring judgment upon the world. They didn't listen, but that didn't stop him from bringing that message. We've got to learn to battle in righteousness, in the ways of righteousness. I want to just read a scripture here. I read this this morning in uh, Sunday school, but I just want to read a part of this. This is talking about the whole armor of God. It says, Stand therefore, verse 14 of chapter 6 of Ephesians, excuse me. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness. And I want you to notice this and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. The Bible says when the enemy comes in like a flood, the, the Lord will raise up a standard against him. What that really speaks of is, 
In old times, when they had tribal wars, they had flags or standards that represented who they were, you know, and, and, and the tribe. And if you know anything about the tribes of Israel, they all had their own standard that they would display while they were camped so everybody knew who was where. Well, God has a standard that he raises when the enemy comes in like a flood. And that standard is righteousness. But in all reality, it's us. We are his army now on this earth. When the enemy begins to come in like a flood and disturb things and turn, turn things into turmoil, as we're seeing in our world today, God raises up a standard. He raises up an army of righteous warriors, us. Hallelujah. And the thing that God has been speaking to me this week is, like I said, it's not us against them or, you know, other members of this worldly order. It's us against the principalities. And I want to go to Daniel. I'm just going to read a scripture here in Daniel and let you think about it. I know he's in here. I just read it this morning. I want to go to chapter 9 of Daniel. If you know anything about Daniel, he was a very righteous man. As a young man, he was taken captivity by the Babylonians and taken into Babylon, where he was put in a situation where they thought he was a fine-looking young man and thought he was well-trained, and they put him into kind of a curriculum of learning the rules of the Babylonians and so on, but he excelled far above all the others. And because of that, over his years, he gained authority and stature within the ranks of the Babylonians. And even when they passed on to another uh, group of people, you know, he still remained as one of the heads. But I want you just to notice what Daniel prays here. And I think this should be our prayer. Verse 3 of chapter 9. And I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. And I prayed unto the Lord my God and made my confession and said, O Lord, the great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love him and to them that keep his commandments, we have sinned. and have committed iniquity, and have done wickedly, and have rebelled. That's our nation. Even by departing from thy precepts and from thy judgments, neither have we hearkened unto thy servants the prophets, which spake in thy name to our kings, our princes, and our fathers, and to all the people of the land. O Lord, Righteousness belongeth unto thee, but unto us, it says confusion of faces in King James, it means shame. As it is this day to the men of Judah and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and unto all Israel that are near and that are far off through all the countries whither thou hast driven them because of their trespass that they have trespassed against thee. 
O Lord, to us belongeth confusion of face or shame, to our kings, to our princes, to our fathers, because we have sinned against thee. To the Lord our God belong mercy and forgiveness, though we have rebelled against him. Neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws, which he set before us by his servants, the prophets. Yea, all Israel have transgressed thy law, even by departing that they might not obey thy voice. Therefore the curse is poured upon us, and the oath that is written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, because we have sinned against him. And he has confirmed his words, which he spake against us and against our judges that judged us by bringing upon us a great evil. For under the whole heaven hath not been done as hath been done upon Jerusalem. As it is written in the law of Moses, all this evil has come upon us, yet made we not our prayer before the Lord our God, that we might turn from the iniquities and understand thy truth. Well, you just think about that a little bit. How we really truly prayed for our nation and for the injustices and things that are going on, the riots. Hallelujah. We may think about them, but have we truly prayed about them? Therefore hath the Lord watched upon the evil and brought it upon us, for the Lord our God is righteous in all the works which he doeth, for we obeyed not his voice. And now, O Lord our God, that hast brought thy people forth out of the land of Egypt with a mighty hand and hast gotten thee renowned, as at this day we have sinned, we have done wickedly. O Lord, according to all thy righteousness, I beseech thee, let thine anger and thy fury be turned away from thy city, Jerusalem, thy holy mountain, because for our sins and for the iniquities of our fathers, Jerusalem and thy people are become a reproach to all that are about us. Now, therefore, O our God, hear the prayer of thy servant and his supplications, and cause thy face to shine upon the sanctuary that is desolate for the Lord's sake. O my God, incline thine ear and hear. Open thine eyes and behold our desolations in the city which is called by thy name, for we do not present our supplications before thee for our righteousnesses, but for thy great mercies. O Lord, hear. O Lord, forgive. O Lord, hearken and do. Defer not for thine own sake. O my God, for thy city and thy people are called by thy name. I want to just call us to a time of prayer. Hallelujah for our nation. For our brothers and sisters that have gone astray. They're being led by the wrong voice. They're trying to accomplish the things in their own flesh and not in the spirit of God. As this flood has come in, God's desire is that we would stand up as his righteousness and pray. Just as the scripture says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We are to be a united states. We're not united. One time I believe that we were kind of united under God. Not so much anymore. We truly need to be praying for the sins of our country. Even though they may not be our sins personally, they are our sins corporately. We are part of this nation. Hallelujah. 
just want to take a few moments this morning. I'm going to just open the altars if you'd like to come and pray for our nation. So just take a few moments here and just reach out to God. You know, truly we have missed the mark as Christians. As far as I'm concerned, I have not done what I should be doing for the Lord completely. I've been more worried about the people doing the things than the spirit behind it. I've been fighting the wrong battle. Hallelujah. So if you'd like to come this morning and pray for our country, pray for yourselves. (laughs) Pray that we would be the people of God that we should be. I'm going to just invite you to come. Hallelujah.
this thing's on. Can you hear me okay? I'm just going to pray my prayer and invite the rest of you up here to come and pray yours. Because I think God spoke to us, for myself, a confirming word this morning. Heavenly Father, thank you for confirming that in the natural, we have a tremendous battle ahead of us. And Lord, we don't like seeing our country being so divided. But you've confirmed to us and you've challenged us this morning, Lord, that the real battle's in the spiritual. And Lord, we commit ourselves this morning to fighting that battle first in the spiritual. Before we step out into the natural arena, Lord, let us spend our time with you and let us have our fight with you, Lord, that we might get ourselves straightened out. That we might know how to go out into the natural world and do our battle there, Lord. Lord, let us not do it in our own strength. Lord, let us not do it the way we see things, but let us do it the way you see things, Father. Lord, I pray for your strength for myself that I would commit myself to seeing things through your eyes, Lord. And second, Lord, I want to I want to bring glory to you just as Daniel prayed. Lord, it's for your glory. Amen. Yes. And Lord, let us not sneak out of here having gone out the back door not having done the battle that we need to do. We have the ticket, but Lord, the back door is not the way. Lord, help us to bring glory to you as we go from this day forward, fighting to bring you glory, standing up as men and women of God, standing up as men and women of God, raising your banner before us, Lord, as we go out into the world. Lord, let us not cower. Let us not be fearful. Lord, let us not be negligent. Lord, let us be diligent now to go forward. Thank you, Father. Father, as a nation, we truly have forsaken you and your commandments. And Lord, this day we repent for our nation. We humble ourselves before you as your servants, but Father, we are part of this nation. And Father, our prayer is that you would heal our lands, restore, Lord, the righteousness that once was our standard. Hallelujah. We just come to you, Lord, knowing that you are merciful. And kind, and as Terry said, Lord, not for our righteousness, Lord, but for your mercy's sake and for your glory, Lord, we pray that you would show yourself strong on behalf of this nation. Lord, that you will begin to mend brokenness, Lord. Hallelujah. Break those fetters that would tie us to the wicked things that hold us captive. Father, we just love you and adore you. Just pray, Lord, that you would 
hear our hearts cry, Lord. We are broken and contrite before you this morning, Lord, and we know that a contrite and broken heart you will not turn away. Lord, hear our prayer. Make speed, Lord. Come, heal this land. Father God, I thank you that your truth sets free. Jesus, I thank you that your word is everlasting and it never changes from one day to the next and that you give us wisdom as we seek you and that you give understanding to the simple-minded. Jesus, I lift up before you the people that I personally know and people that others know in this room who are confused in the battle, who really do feel a compassionate heart, who want to, don't want to be that entitled white person, and yet they don't know where to stand on things like the Black Lives Matter issues and things like this that have so much behind and they're so confused and they want to be part of something and they don't know where to go. And so they end up joining themselves with with things that are standing for against your word. Father God, I pray for them. I pray that you would bring understanding, that you would bring truth to them. And where you need to use us to make a phone call or to send an email or to send a message or send an article, where you need to use us to bring that illumination or to, to open the pathway for them to understand your way. Lord, I pray that we would be courageous, that we would do our part, that we would not sh shy back from that because of rejection or because of, of a possible argument that we would not stand and say, well, maybe I'm not ready or maybe I don't really know how to answer their questions. Father, as we open our mouths, you fill them with your words. So we put ourselves before you, Lord God, as vessels who are willing to be used. And we ask that you'd fill us, that your words would spill forth from our mouth in truth as we speak. Teach us, Lord Jesus. Teach us how to shine your light. Teach us how to be light in this darkness. Because we know that as the darkness is darker, the light grinds shines even brighter and we want to be part of that so we put ourselves before you and we ask that you'd use us to shine your truth for those people who are confused who are joining themselves with the wrong battle just because they don't really understand show us lord god and thank you for your word that brings wisdom to the simple amen Father, Lord, come to you, Lord, asking that you would forgive us as your people, Father God, of our lackluster and our hanging back and our believing, Lord, sometimes that um, waiting and letting you answer is um, the only thing you want us to do, Father God. We pray that you give us strength and courage that our feet would be shod with the gospel of peace, Father God, that we would be courageous and bold and that we would not sit back. Lord, you've given each of us, Father God, a place in this life, a profession, a place to be, 
Lord, and we, you give us opportunity after opportunity to share your word and to be your, to be your light, Father God. And we pray, Father God, that instead of us looking at people in situations with our own wisdom, Lord, and maybe even our own judgment, Lord, that we would have your wisdom, that we would have your kindness and your compassion, Lord, and that we'd leave the judging to you, that we would trust you, Father God, to give us the words, to give us the uh, courage, Father God, to be bold for you, Lord. It's not a time to sit back, Father God. So forgive us, but strengthen us, Lord. We can do all things in your strength. We love you, Lord. In precious name we pray, amen. Father, I just thank you for the hearts of everyone here and the openness of our, of our will, and our willingness to, to present ourselves to you. And Father, I just, I just feel very strongly that I need to include this prayer and, um, you know, about, about all the distractions of this time in our lives. There are so many causes and so many reasons to stand up and to cry out and, and, um, defiance or in 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 um in support but those are the things that we are speaking of in ephesians i believe those are the spiritual those are the those are the earthly moments those are our earthly desires those are earthly uh, earthly callings father i i pray that you would give us the heart to see things from the spiritual to see what's behind all of the the things that move us in a in an earthly way. Why are we Why are we reacting to the negative? Why are we Why are we in support of what we see as the positive, or vice versa? Why are we Why are we not um, Why are we moved so easily? Why are we tossed about by the winds like a ship without a rudder? Um, you give us this, You give us that rudder. You give us the strength. You give us the guidance in our hearts. And if we open our hearts to you, Father, we will know what is right and what is true. And we will not need to, to, to be angered or in anguish or, or frustrated because you've already provided a way. There's a light. There's a guidance. There's a, there's a direction. It's so clear and it's so smooth and it's so without conflict. And it is so peaceful and it is filled with joy. And for those who know the anguish and the anger and the frustration of not knowing you and living a life of that sort, the contrast is so, so stark that to live outside of that is foolishness. So Father, I just pray that we drop our foolishness and that we move forward in a way that is filled with your peace and your joy and we let go of all the other stuff because it is nothing. It is fodder. It is... It is chaff to be burned in the fire and we have two ways to get to you with honor or as a man escaping a burning house 
So let's burn all that crap off now. And let's become what you have created us to be here on earth, Father. Earthly, heavenly beings filled with your light and, and, and enjoying the blessings of heaven here on earth, as small as it may be and as minute of an example of what we might be enjoying once we get there. Let's enjoy that. Let's embrace it and let's call it to, our, call it to, to being in our lives. Let us be that one person that you're seeking when you look around and you're seeking that one person far and near. Let us be that person, Father. Let us each be the one person that you want in, and call on when there is something that needs to be done because our heart is right and is filled with your love and with your joys and with your peace. Amen. Truly, Lord, your word is truth, that we have swerved from your commandments. And so many times we don't even think of your commandments as commands, but maybe a suggestion or an opinion. We have been proud and haughty in our own ways, in our own opinions, in our own justifications. We have thought of ways that we can sidestep your commandments to do our own thing. And we think that, oh, your grace and your mercy will just look over it. But, Father, that so cheapens what you have put before us. So we humble ourselves before you. We bow the head. We bend the knee. And we say, your ways are right. Your commandments are just and true for blessing and for goodness. Your commandments and your ordinances and your instructions, they tell us how to relate to you, how to fear, love, and trust, and honor you, how to truly treat one another, how to see our own identity as purchased and redeemed. You are love, but we have cheapened it by the definition of human love. We think we know you, but you're, you're so much greater than, a, than our human understanding. We thank you for where you have revealed yourself and made yourself known to us. But we cry out for more that we have eyes that truly see you for who you are, and that we don't just give you lip service and then walk our own way. But when we say you are king and you are Lord and you are sovereign and you are God and you are all these things that you say that you are, Lord, give us hearts that bow before you willingly. We thank you that in your mercy, you're not just beating us down, but in the things that are consequences and the fallout from turning away from you, 
we see the horrific consequences of sin. And we thank you for redemption. But Lord, I pray that we would be people who would so love your commandments that they would not seem irksome to us, but that we would honor them and we would encourage one another as we walk your way. Father, we just want to thank you for visiting with us this morning. Lord, even though it's been a chastisement to us, Lord, your desire is that we would walk more righteously in the midst of this untoward generation. Father, we just uh, bow our hearts before you, Lord, and present ourselves to you anew. And Lord, we ask that, Father, as we go from this place, the spark which you have lit within our hearts, Lord, would not be extinguished, Lord, but it would turn into a a blaze, Lord, hallelujah, that would burn fervently for you. Father, help us to make war in a righteous manner. Help us to be as Christ, our leader, was, who in righteousness judges and makes war. Lord, help us to have your righteousness, and Lord, may it be the forefront of all that we do and say, Lord. May we show forth the glory of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We just ask, Lord, now as we depart from here, Lord, that you will just keep us safe, keep our minds stayed upon you, Lord, our hearts towards you. Hallelujah, Lord, we love you, give you praise. Amen. Dismissed this morning.